Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, and our show is hosted in a partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. I'm joined today by Dr. Lucas Kwong, who is uh, in the, the faculty uh, is faculty in English at the City University of New York. Dr. Kwong has degrees from Columbia and Yale, and uh, works uh, in a number of areas, including uh, postcolonial theory has written on uh, Dracula's apologetics as part of uh, his work in Victorian literature, also written about H.P. Lovecraft and and, uh, other types of fantastical literature. Um, But today we're here to talk about Christian xenophobia, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, But one of the other things that uh, Dr. Lucas Kwong does is play music. That's actually part of the story. So you want to tell us about, uh, well, first of all, thanks for joining me, uh, Lucas. Thanks for having me. You want to tell us about playing music? We need, yeah, to, we well, need to hear about this. That, that was, um, but so first, thank you so much for, for having me, Bradley. And, and, you know, it's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, that, well, that's sort of in the context of what I want to talk about, my own experience growing up in the Asian American church. Um, you know, I, I had in some ways a typical uh, uh, experience insofar as I, I grew up in an in a, in a immigrant church uh, you know, wholly composed of, of immigrants from the Philippines and China. But it was also unusual because, first of all, I'm actually Asian Canadian American. Uh, so I grew up in British Columbia. Uh, I'm a naturalized uh, U.S. citizen. And so, you know, even before we get to, to uh, uh, the, the Asian part, being Canadian, uh, I think inherently gave me sort of a different read of the relationship between nationality and faith. Um, you know, and that's, that's why when I came to the States, uh, you know, I'm doing this work on Christian nationalism sort of stuck out like a sore thumb. And then when it came to, you know, the, the fact that I was growing up in an immigrant church, you know, I'm sure I'm not saying anything new, but, you know, immigrant churches provide such a powerful sense of, of community, uh, both for the first generation, which comes over and, uh, needs this anchor where, you know, they, people are comfortable speaking their own language. Uh, but also for the second generation who grows up, you know, perhaps fluent in, in English, but uh, still grows up wrestling through a lot of uh, identity issues that are harder to navigate in a majority white church. So, you know, for me, you know, a big part of, of growing up was was learning to play guitar and the band and on Sundays and, uh, you know, uh, attending uh, Christmas parties uh and and uh, it just sort of being this natural extension of of my my family life what made it unusual however is that i actually don't speak any other languages than english my mother speaks cantonese and my dad speaks tagalog and uh toysanese dialect so it wasn't until i grew up much later that i grew, realized how surreal it is because not only that we went to a church whose main language was fujinese which is another dialect you know, something something uh, a lot of people might not understand about Chinese is that there are many Chineses, you know, which are approximately have the same relationship as, you know, Spanish and Portuguese. So, you know, we're, we're attending this church, which uh, we were not attending on the basis of a linguistic affinity, but simply on the basis that my, my parents had many friends there. Uh, there's constant translations on top of that 
uh, people, a lot of people spoke uh, Tagalog, Filipino at, at this church because there were a lot of Filipino Chinese immigrants. So I'm growing up in this linguistic, you know, uh, um, uh, Pente Pentecost, so to speak, of, and, and my only language is, is English. So whereas a lot of my friends, church provided a certain space where they could code switch, right? For me, I was highly attuned to the fact that I, I both belonged in this church, but I also kind of didn't. So that, that also uh, attuned me to this kind of, uh, I became very sensitive to theologies of estrangement. Uh, the idea of being strangers in the world, the, the, the verse, I was a stranger, uh, really, really stood out to me. Um, and then, you know, with music, it was sort of like this idea, well, at an early age, I was like, I'd rather spend my time learning piano than, than uh, learning Chinese because I was frankly terrible at it. And um, sort of searching for ways to, to communicate in a way that, that transcended that, that divide. So, uh, you know, all of which is to say that being Asian, Amer Canadian, American, Christian, monolingual um, gave me this kind of perspective over the events of the last year um, that made me highly attuned to what, what that meant for uh, 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 being a stranger, being uh, an immigrant, being uh, Asian in, in America. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard. I promise.